as an Amerindian living in the Americas, Dominica to be exact, I have lived all my life under the weight of racism by Afro-Dominican people. Racism at racism at times which were personally violent and hostile violent because the younger me never covered to racist insults i'm just going to read that one line and this was written by um paris joel um or joel paris and um He's my guest, my second guest for the day, or he's my guest today on FYI, and I, I want to appreciate him, tell him so much that I appreciate him taking the time. And uh, when I saw his post, I wanted to talk to him a little bit, given what is going on around the globe, going on around us in the United States, and everyone seemed to be uh, two things are dominating the headlines, COVID-19, coronavirus, and racism, well, I'd say free racism and police brutality. And so, uh, just to give you a rundown of who Joel Paris is, Joel Paris was born in Crayfish Giver, Cardinago Territory. He's, um, he was raised by a single mother. Her name was Sylvie Paris, a retired nurse and community organizer in within the Carinago territory. He went to the Salivia Primary School, then the Casibro Secondary School, then the Dominica State College. He um, eventually went to UE, uh, uh, Keville Campus, and studied political science and history. I think you have, he has a BSc in political science and history. Um, subsequently, he uh, went to Keville Campus and um uh also he went to the uh the Hugh Wooden Law School in Trinidad and Tobago and now he is a practicing attorney at law in Dominica. And Mr. Paris, good morning to you. I hope I didn't butcher that too much, so I'll give you the opportunity to say that a little bit more eloquently than I. Um who you are. <laughs> Welcome to TDN Radio. Welcome to FYI. Good good morning, Simon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, actually. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. And you? Thank you. Thank you for the courtesy of your proposal and and to give me the opportunity to speak about um, indigenous people's rights on your platform. Definitely. That's exactly the kind of thing we are here for. And and so, um, you know, like before we get into it, um, you know, just you know, kind of. Maybe you can give a little rundown of who you are and to the to the people and 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 to our listeners let them know who Joel Paris is um you know and and from education to you know whatever it is you want to share well, I feel most of the time I describe myself because you've shared you've given a background of my education mm-hmm. um, I'm an attorney at law I was called to the bank on November fifteenth two thousand and nineteen in the Commonwealth of Dominica mm. um, also you're a pretty young lawyer then <laughs> I, I am I am at least in the profession you're you're pretty young but nonetheless you know uh, we, we it's, it's young people we have to talk to anyway to get things changed you know and get things moving right <laughs> definitely and i agree and I, and I agree with that mm-hmm. but but further apart than what you've shared i think what i am um primarily is that i i have a, a disdain for injustice mm-hmm. injustice of all peoples um, everywhere in the world. And so what I use my education 
to sort of further and enhance the interests of of people who are not in um, a materially strong position mm-hmm. and for the empowerment of of communities uh, um especially indigenous communities because my own experience and my own upbringing is is a life lived in an indigenous community in a post-colonial country um, in, in 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 the Caribbean. So that is that is my focus, and, mm. and the, the focus of my 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 life's work is to um, help in the the liberation of of peoples who who need. Um, my type of my type of uh, for my education to be of service to mm-hmm. to peoples who are, who are disempowered. I got you. I got you. So and yeah, so that is pretty clear that it says that you actually, you know, you made a conscious decision in the profession you chose because you felt this is the best way you can help people who are disenfranchised or oppressed for whatever reason. But, you know, let's get into how we ended up together. Um, <laughs> and um, it's it's your Facebook post um, that I read last week. And I, I, as soon as I read it, I sent a message to my producer and told her, please try and get in touch with this, uh, this, this young man. Um, I need to have him on the program this Friday because um, you know you, you talked about um, the racism you felt growing up I, and, and, and maybe still to this day um, as as a Kalinago man um, as an Amerindian a word many people do not use and many people don't know but I do like that word um, uh, the first time I heard that word I was probably in uh, I was in at elementary school um, so it might have been my um, history teacher um, who, um, Mr. Mr. Lockett, who, uh, who liked to use that word to describe the Kalinago people. Um, he always used the word Amerindians. But, so, the point is that, um, so, your, your, your post spoke to me, and I wanted to talk to you to get your perspective and get you to expand a little bit on that, on your experience as a Kalinago man and how the, the discrimination you say you felt and you say you, you felt it personally. And so maybe we can get your thoughts on that, get you to expand a little bit on that post um, with regard to your experiences. Okay, so here it here 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 is what it is in a in a succinct way. What what it is is that growing up in the Kalanago territory, I I, I you you feel the the you and you experience the difference, right? Because if you if you venture into the neighboring communities, oftentimes you venture into a place where the, the, the individuals that meet. Uh, uh, different in terms of color. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, they, they say things about about indigenous people. They they insult you, um, and, and they, especially the women. Um, and I, I've I've known of accounts of Kalnago men who have died um, in in different communities in Dominica under suspicious circumstances. Some of these deaths has, has never been resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so I I understand it in a very physical form, right? Mm-hmm. I understand racism in a very physical form, and I also understand it in terms of um, the way that we've been, the, 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 the way that we've been treated by um, the establishment, the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so, be, be, growing up, I never understood who I was uh, all I knew is that we were um, on a breadcrumb piece of property 
mm-hmm. um, that we were that that the conditions uh, that we experience were of destitution um, c- comparable to to other parts of Dominica, mm-hmm. and and I, I I sort of felt that there at no point in time was there a genuine interest in what our disadvantages were, were and what created disadvantages these disadvantages mm-hmm. so when i went when i eventually went to and no one explained to me the elders i think um um operated by, by and large with few exceptions the elders operated with uh, uh, a sense of um um there, there were insecurities associated with our history, and I didn't know why. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, but, but it's later on when I went to university, I understood the philosophy of of the the, the colonizers, the European the European colonizers, mm-hmm. and I understood why um, our our name and reputation had been tremendously damaged, mm-hmm. and. And so it's when I came, when, when I, when I came to these conclusions for myself, having, having spent time at university and spent time reading, then I was satisfied in myself that I understood that the, the, that the Kalanago territory is in itself a crime scene of mm. European colonialism and, and that, and that I, I was going to commit my, my life's work, um, and advocacy in the area of indigenous people's rights. Wow, um, that is uh, well, well, well said. Very powerfully said and and, and eloquently expressed. Um, you know your your understanding of your your people's uh, situation, and um, you know you 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 men you talked about um, the the system and and you also talked about the the colonizers. So uh, what you're saying essentially is that from the time the colonizers um, came and colonized Dominica, which, by the way, was the last island to be colonized in the Caribbean due to the efforts of your ancestors, mostly. Right? Um, so, how... Okay, so before we we go into into the the causes or the what we what we suspect are the root causes, um, how has the 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 living growing up as a Kalinago, um, how has racism and hostility towards you just because you are you are Kalinago, how has that? Or what challenges has that have you faced because of that, and how did you overcome those challenges to where you are right now as an attorney at law in Dominica? Because you know many people who face um, racism and face hatred for no good reason—that's never good, but for no apparent reason, or except the color of their skin or except their ethnicity—never um, get the chance to become to go beyond that but you managed to to get past it and you managed to overcome it um i'm sure it's still around and you still feel the same pressures but yet that doesn't stop you from from uh, doing what you need to do so uh, where you get the strength from essentially i i think well i have to be i have to be thankful to the creator because it, it, it is it is the creator god who has placed opportunities before me and i took full advantage of these opportunities right mm-hmm. notwithstanding that i i think i was i was um i had an exceptional mother mm-hmm. um my mother was was a nurse and so that buffered me from the the 
the the the the extreme poverty that my friends and my my friends who grew up with me exp- experience mm, okay. right yeah, mm-hmm. and so but 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 my mother prioritized often and she prioritized education and discipline um among myself and my my six other siblings who who are all all university graduates and contribution contributing in different walks of life in in Dominica and overseas mm-hmm. and so I, so at home um when i when i when i went home my, by the time i was i was old enough to understood what my brothers and my and my sister had accomplished they had all already gone to university and they had done well so mm-hmm. so that so that the bar for me was that that um indefinitely i would have gone to to university and then i would have i would have been where i am so it's it's, it's almost it's almost a culture within my a subculture even in the Kanago territory notwithstanding what was happening that um that i i was i was i had a vision mm-hmm. i feel the family that i grew up in um caught, there was a vision cultivated there that that i appreciate i appreciated mm-hmm. and and I didn't, so, so, so the source and the inspiration, um, came from your family. my mother traveled. Mm. Yeah. My mother traveled a lot advocating for women's rights and speaking about indigenous people's rights as well. And, 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 and there was a gentleman by the name of Jerome Octave, um, a, a gentleman who is hardly literate and who, who can who, who is not able to speak English. But he also, um, I think in terms of the community, he, he relentlessly spoke in Creole about the land rights of Kalinago people. Mm-hmm. And his idea of our, his idea of our oppression is that we are not poor. We've been robbed. And, 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 and so because we've been robbed and, and, and so much has been stolen from our ancestors, we, um, have inherited a struggle and a, a resistance, um, which, which, um, um, by, based on, 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 on the circumstance, the, our history, how our history has evolved, we must, we must take up that struggle and we must ensure that our, the, those who come after us don't inherit, um, the, 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 um, the experience that, the living experience that we have, mm. because we are, we are treated, we are, we are, we are not, um, Europeans, we are not Chinese, we are not Africans, we are Amerindians, we are Amerindian people, and we are living in the Amerindian continent, mm. and, and we are, the, the Kalnago people is, is a different Amerindian tribes than other tribes, notwithstanding that what was said about the Kalnago people and their relationship, their, their, their relationship, it was said by the victors, um, the historical victors, right? The victims never get a, a chance to tell their story. So, right. our, so what is said about Kalnago people then, um, we, we going to, um, we, we, we have to repel that and we have to stand up and we, we will, we will during this, 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 this time, because the younger people are coming up as well and they are reading and they are eloquent and they, and, and, and their, their, their advocacy is because of their own lived experience. Mm-hmm. So I am one of the individuals who will be, um, uh, fronting the struggle and, and the struggle is going to be named after Mr. Jerome Octave for mm-hmm. his, um, um, relentless pursuit during his, his, um, uh, in his late eighties now, but he is still alive and, 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 
and so hopefully uh, so this this movement will be named after him but it's because of because the, of him the index because it's not not necessarily only because of him but he is passing on uh, the baton mm-hmm. to Oslo okay so that we we can take it as as because we have had the privilege and the opportunity to be educated and we we, we the Kalnago territory has a um, not that not that um, it is as wide as it should be, but there are more persons who are, who are properly educated in the in the territory now and who are willing to stand up for the causes mm. that, that concern us. Definitely right. So um, we'll talk. Uh, you told me about about the movement that you were hoping to organize or you were hoping to have, I guess, registered and so forth. But we, you'll tell me a little bit more about that a little bit later on because I, I want you to touch a little bit on. On, on, on how how did you what you think um, how your people got there and how um, why are they re, why have they sort of remained in the same uh, in the same struggle um, from almost the beginning you know from colonization and, and 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 since we do not have colonizers officially we don't have Europeans running Dominica for that matter um, we are independent over 40 years and you know we are Dominica is is managed by for the most part um, descendants of African slaves um, who should you know know better and, and we should treat our Kalinago brothers and sisters you know as equals um so what do you think uh contributes to the fact that that the Kalinago people still feel that they have not been taken seriously and they have not been treated fairly and they have not been made whole from um what they lost after Dominica what Dominica was colonized given who who are our rulers now well, well, you know, one of the things, let me just highlight this, and this is an important point. One of the things that survived colonialism um, is the, the, the arts and craft of, of the culture, so mm-hmm. aspects of our culture that survived, you know, 400 years of, of uh, well, we're in 2020, so, so almost 600 years of colonialism, right? Mm-hmm. And, and rulership by, by persons who don't belong to this continent. Um, inherently don't belong to this continent, right? You know, because people have acquired different levels of interest here. But, but the, 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 the key question that the, the movement will be putting forward, um, to the Dominican public and the Dominican authorities to resolve is that we have to revisit the independence period, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because that title to the property, to the Commonwealth of Dominica that was transferred to the, the state, the government, um, is burdened by the interests of the indigenous peoples, right? Mm-hmm. In, that title uh, is, the, the, it is, um, um, encumbered by the, our, our, our rights, which were which were prior to to any other um, subsequent um, rights and entrance of any other type of people, and so we have to resolve that issue um, with the with the Dominic with the, the independent government of Dominica. Mm. So you're saying that essentially uh, um, you are not covered by. By the current constitution as it is, Dominica's um, current constitution after after the after it was transferred from from the United Kingdom to Dominica to the Dominica's government, which is run by 
by by our African um our former Af- um how I call it descendants of of African slaves, the 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 the, the current constitution that is hasn't made you your 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 indigenous people hasn't made you all whole um from everything you've lost um, that's what you're saying no yeah that is what i'm saying because if you if we inherited this constitution wholly right mm-hmm. it's a rubber stamp of of, of, of the, the british uh, almost wholly yeah we, we imported this we imported this document well it hasn't really been changed it. yeah and we impose it. We imported this document from from Europe, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 we impose it wholly on a uh, post-colonial society, right? right? But if you if you were to go, if, for example, um, if we were to go to Europe today, right? And and you and you you go to England. There is nowhere in England that you find that any anyone outside of Europe has any or any non-European people has power and consent mm-hmm. and 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 rights over properties. Uh, um, which belong to Europeans or how Europeans exercise power and control over their own people, right? Mm-hmm. There is no non-European doing that, right? If you go to Africa today, South Africa and other colonial, colonized spaces in Africa were governed by, by, um, Europeans, um, in, in, in past, right? But right. no, the African resources are, uh, essentially in the hands of African independent states, mm-hmm. right? And they had, they consent to how th- their resources are distributed and how, 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 how um, what, what the power structures within those, 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 that, that continent, right? But mm-hmm. when you come to the, uh, China, it's the, the same thing. You don't have non-Chinese people exercising tremendous power and control over the, the continent of China, its people and its resources, right? right. But the hand, the, but if you look at North America, so it's, it's a different issue. North America is in the American, American people's resources, um, and, and, and are in the hands of Europeans, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the, they have decimated pretty much the American populations in North America. And it's the same thing in the Caribbean, right? right. So we share a similar struggle with our, our American people, like the, the Cherokee, you know, and for example, in the Greater Antilles, the, the Tainos, and, and the Lesser Antilles, the Arawaks and the Kalinagos, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we share a, a, a similar struggle is that one, our population has been tremendously decimated right. by the entry of, of Europe into the, into our area. And, and two, we, we, the consequence of that and the consequence of the usurpation of our property has meant that we have been marginalized. We have Push to um, residual and uh, non-sustainable areas mm-hmm. of of living and adjusting to the the capitalist environment which encircles us, right? Yeah. And so and so and so and that is the issue. So one of the subjects, the hot subjects in Dominica, is our land, right? The Calago right. land, mm-hmm. and whether whether we're going to subdivide this land, title it, and we'll have titles at the registry in Dominica, mm-hmm. right? But if if we were to convert our land to private property and exclusive possession of property we will that will be um in the sense the final straw for 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 us because we'd have converted our property from communal ownership which was the premise of operations of indigenous and american people in general that no one owned an an exclusive possession and they cannot separate anyone from from the use of land which essentially belongs to 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 the creator, to God, yeah. you know, it's not people shouldn't be divided because then you oppress different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so our issue 
is do we now convert our property? And my stance is that is no, right? We weren't the ones who 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 we weren't the ones who who, who created that. Those who perpetrated the crime against us has to resolve the issue of our rights to access to property so that we can use this property um, to advance our living experience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, because so, 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 which, which is essentially um, what the movement is about is, is, is essentially one of the, the key aspects of the movement is uh, for the, the state of Dominica to, to, in a consideration of putting us back where we were, that is a consideration in tort law, right? You have to put the, the person who experienced the tort, the damage back in the, their pre-damage position. And so we are not saying all of the lands has to be reconveyed back to the indigenous peoples. What we are saying is that you have to consider that this is a general principle of, of thought in itself, but what, because what we have experienced is a, is a thought, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, uh, so you have to, you have to consider that, consider that. And consider our current disproportionate destitution. Consider uh, our current population, and and consider um, other aspects of our our right to enjoy this. Because culture and land and relationship in, in land is how you can ensure that your 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 spirituality. Because the relationship with land and the water, indigenous peoples believe um, uh, fundamentally in, in in nature, right? Mm-hmm. And so. And so our relationship with these aspects of our life has to, we, we has to replenish that and make a, uh, and reclaim that because mm-hmm. this is essentially us. This is our identity. And without that, we'll just be, continue to be uh, a people who, um, continue to experience, um, that the consequences and the severity of that initial, initial, um, um, introduction from the initial introduction of European war. We continue to, to struggle. So we, we need resolve. We need, um, remedies to the, 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 the mischief that has been committed against us. Right. So, um, let, let me ask you this. So one might yeah. say, and, um, you know, some or some persons listening might say, but, um, uh, you know, the, the, there's a Kalinago chief. There is also a Kalinago representative in, in the government and what uh, what are those people doing what what are their what are their roles um uh, you know because you know every election i hear talk about a kalinago bank for one thing i hear talk about um giving the kalinago people titles to their land and all of that stuff stuff but none of that ever materializes so one might ask what is the role or what is the purpose of having um, a Kalinago representative in parliament or, or, in, or within the government? Or what is the purpose of having a, um, a Kalinago chief if neither of these leaders can or even talk about actually what, what you are asking for? What, what you are saying that you need to be, um, you need to be, you know, you need to get back your, what you've lost, or at least some of it, um, you need to get 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 that fixed. You need to get something done. So, you know, what would you choose, what would you say if someone asked you that question? 
what are your leaders doing? Well, we, we are, we are, I, I, okay, this is the, this is the truth about indigenous peoples, and that is the way you have to view indigenous communities, right? Mm. Because indigenous people, indigenous communities, given their experience, and it, given their experience with, um, with other cultures being domineering over their own um, 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 system of governance, mm-hmm. for example, that indigenous communities are easily to it's it, the divide and rule policy of those who have rulership and control of indigenous peoples are one of the things that we struggle with as indigenous peoples, right? So you may have um, figureheads. You may have figureheads, but these figureheads are and and, and, and not um, ultimately uh, they fall under the shadow uh, under the weight of the controlling national governments, mm-hmm. right? And and so and so, dear. While they may have some genuine understanding of what we experience, they are within an establishment, and they are circumscribed. Their actions are circumscribed by 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 their day-to-day experience under these institutions. So, but one of, one of, which is, which is under international law, which has, and, and the government of Dominica has ratified the international law. And, and one of the things that the, one of the requirements is that indigenous people has to have, um, um, prior consent to every decision, um, that is make, that, that is being taken, um, um, but, on behalf of indigenous communities, that the there, there needs to be proper, um, um, there, there, it is a process, a process that has to um, uh, that has to protect indigenous people from decisions to be made on their behalf by other non-indigenous peoples, mm-hmm. right? And so, Dominic, Dominica, the the way the structure uh, under which we operate it doesn't meet that standard of international law, even if our our the legislation has been ratified by our governments, right? Mm-hmm. What we need is for those international instruments on indigenous people's rights to be incorporated into a domestic law, and so um, indigenous peoples can can use those legislations to to sue um, national governments when national governments has breached um, very um, important um, principles which protects indigenous peoples. Mm. Wow. Okay. All right. So this is, you know, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, but but so 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 you have to view um, those institutions within um, a historical space, right? And I mm-hmm. want to say that I am able to speak like that, and I'm able to have a sense of my own identity because um, not the government of Dominica, the University of the West Indies, through um, Hilary Beckers and the Afro Lewis Scholarship for Indigenous Peoples since 2006 has been providing access to university education for um indigenous indigenous peoples right so, and 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 so and so again the the sort of um um what needs to be in place right the, the government of dominica have never um unconditionally or it made a decision unilaterally on on by itself to say um the Kalanago territory um, needs um, doctors or lawyers, or, or there is a compulsory um, 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 scholarship arrangement for the Kalanago people. Notwithstanding our very adverse circumstances, and notwithstanding 
the understanding that this country initially belongs to us. There were no provisions within um, the system in itself to sort of say these are these are the ideas that needs to be implemented that can empower our people. Right, so mm-hmm. I am able to speak like that now because of the foresight of um, Afro Caribbean people like Hillary Beckles, mm-hmm. you know, who, yeah. who, who initiated the issue of a Lewis Scholarship for Indigenous Peoples, and I, I am, I am very thankful and grateful to 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 um, Mr. Beckles for mm-hmm. he. Um, initiating the scholarship because it's allowed me and it allowed my fellow um, Kalanago brothers who have gone through the process to be confident and sure that we are um, not in defiance of, of we, 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 we can stand up mm-hmm. for our cause and the cause that concerns us. Right. So, 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 so yes. Yeah, so what I'm saying is that we, we are still struggling mm-hmm. with, um, with the, layers and layers of lack of information that is in our community and the community has to be educated and right. people can only elect leaders um, who have presented themselves and make themselves available hmm. right so you uh, i take it you have a, a plan to um educate your community especially the older folks because as you know, getting older folks to change their behavior and change the way they see things is not very easy. Um, especially coming from younger people. How has, how has your community responded to the, to, to, to you and, and, and your fellow, um, um, brothers who have, brothers and sisters who have gone on and gotten themselves educated on your history and seen the plight of your people? How has the, how have the older folks responded when you approach them with those ideas and, 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 and your vision for the future? How have they responded to you? Okay, so I had a, uh, I had a public lecture in 2014 um, where I discussed these ideas with um, um, several of the community leaders and cons- the councillors, the par- parliamentary representatives, um, um, people in different um, areas of leadership in the Kalanago territory. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, there were um, there, there were persons who were optimistic, there were others who were pessimistic, but with every struggle, you you, you will never no, every, you will not get all of the, because they have everybody to agree with you, right? right. And, and that is that that is that is just part of of, of um, what a struggle what, why it is a struggle, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you have to get your own people to mobilize with you, and people are people interest um, it can be, as I expressed earlier, divided. Right. Divided. Right. Mm. But right? in general, in general, do yes. you think that they have, they, they see where you're coming from and they are willing to work with you and help you, um, move forward? Well, the younger people, definitely. The mm. younger people and the leaders, the, some of the elders definitely experience where I'm coming from. But I think most of the, um, the, the, the sort of, pessimism come from persons who are associated with the establishment, the current establishment. Ah, okay. And because of their vested interest in the current establishments, they are not, um, they see, they fear um, um, change. Um, 
not just change they, they fear they, they 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 want to i i i, I would say they, they will want to prevent um and stop uh the, the, the prevent the aspirations of young people young younger people, people contributions in the community hmm. because well, they want to still have this hold on power and, and, and influence over the community right but from the way you speak i get the feeling that's not going to stop you so <laughs> <laughs> no i'm a very uh, i'm a very i'm i'm a very um i'm very confident individual i'm i'm, I'm again again is is through my own processes through my own processes and my 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 um um internal pro, internal process of reading and and, and writing and mm-hmm. and coming to my own conclusions about about who i am and, and, and where i come from and my space in the world because i think essentially each individual once we understand who we are then i think um we know our contribution to our communities and our space mm-hmm. we know that um um uh, that we we are we are sounding in in knowledge we are sound in information and and that is our cause and that is and so you so so i have spent too much time reading and understanding this thing for me to be fear um the objections the insidious objections of of people who are interested in 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 their personal um who have only personal interests pursuing and and using poor people to 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 pursue those interests wow right so i i definitely agree with you keep on the struggle keep the fight up um so you call the organization that you plan to launch um as we as we get ready to wind down here um is called the Jerome Octave movement um for the yes. first people's rights um you say you plan to launch it on the 9th of august 2020 Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Tell us a little bit about, um, as much as you can right now. I'm, I'm sure there are things you can't tell us yet, but you know, um, what, well, you have already pretty much explained what the organization, what the movement will do, but how did you bring it together? And do you have, um, you know, what kind of support do you have already? And what do you expect, um, after well, you've launched? Well, I will leave. I will leave most of the information for the time of the launch because mm-hmm. um, because of what is. But the, the ninth, the ninth of August is international. is celebrated all over the world as International Days of Indigenous Peoples, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and so, so there are other individuals in, in, involved. Um, they are mainly young people who attend the Dominica State College, okay. uh, because I, it has to be driven by younger individuals who. Who have foresight and mm-hmm. understanding, and also the contra- and, and their own consciousness from their own homes, right? Right. Um, last year we had we, last year the Kalnago territory had had two young women on the who, who topped the the list for CXC CXC performance in in Dominica, you know. Yes. Um, and, and and so and so the struggle I what, within my lifetime we may come to some sort of um resolve but i i but but after a for a 600 year struggle that our issues cannot be resolved within a a a a my lifetime mm-hmm. right some yeah. of it can It'll but take the struggle time. has yeah. to be driven, has to be driven by the younger people and so so um that is what it is 
Mm-hmm. But the, the, it, it will be it will be it will be driven by with, with guidance from the elders, with inspiration from the elders, um, but the energy of the young people will be will be the movement's um, power, its movement. All right. Yes. So let me ask you one other question, and then I will let you go. Um, what do you think about the current situation happening across the globe with the protests? Um, all sparked by not just by the death of George Floyd, but by, you know, the deaths of many other black people by at the hands of police officers who are supposed to protect and serve them. Um, what do, do you think that, um, this will make much of a difference? Um, since it has happened before and, you know, people have protested, um, it died out, promises have been made, the changes have been made minor, but now it seems to be there is seems to me right now that there's um the winds of change uh are, are, are floating about but uh, do you think that anything is going to anything significant is going to change and like you rightly say for a struggle that is 600 years old um a, a few protests uh, would that make a difference Protest is always very essential, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, because what what protest does is that it it means that we are not um, accepting, we are not acquiescing to um, the pr- brutality that is being experienced. Mm-hmm. And I say we because I, and I I identify with all oppressed groups over the world, right? Um, and, and and so the relationship between citizen and police um, is a very delicate relationship, right? Because the police has the right to use force for and on behalf of the state, right? Mm-hmm. And, and 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 so because the police have that right to use force, um, um, the, there must be constraints against how the police go about using that force. And and so, it's it's only when there are proper checks and balances in how the police go about using that force. Um, and, and I sp- speak about legis- legislative checks and balances. Right. Right. It, there must there must be a procedure. A lot of the a lot of what I see on on camera is people who has already been detained. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where where they they cannot use their hands to defend themselves. Right, they're handcuffed. Mm-hmm. People who have already been detained, being and, and force is still being used against them. I'm, I, 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 I'm, my understanding of the law is once you, once someone has been um, um, handcuffed, right, yeah. and you've subdued that, you've subdued that individual. There is no other reason to continue using force right. against the against against that person. And so, police police officers has to understand that. They have to understand that, mm-hmm. and um, and unless they don't understand that, unless because an arrest doesn't have to be physical, right? Right. You, a police officer only has to have, have to say to me, "Sir, can you please follow me? You are under arrest. Right. Give me the reasons for for, for the arrest when I ask." Mm-hmm. Right. And and and. And, and, and that is, that is the, well, the, 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 as I'm saying, there must be, and citizens must understand that if they're under arrest as well, that they can, they, they must, um, comply. Um, comply. Mm-hmm. They must comply, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so the education has to be on either side, but, but, and some, 
police officers, and we do have that in Dominica, right? We do have not just black and black. It's just that the 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 issue, the 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 conflict between police and citizens at the, yeah. at the time point in time of arrest is there. There is a lot of um um energy negative energy associated with the confrontation right and so and so and so we must it's the, the state has to ensure that it it understands what is happening there and that it regulates the process and citizens understand and and, and the police the police who is who are agents of the state are properly trained Wow, that is a very eloquent way to explain the situation. And um, um, I want to thank you, um, Joel, because I think you are a very bright young. Well, I wouldn't want to say bright. It's song to all. <laughs> you are a very intelligent young man, and I appreciate you using your intelligence and your knowledge to help fight the struggle that oppressed people are experiencing, not just in Dominica, like you say, but across the globe and i look forward to hearing from you when you launched your your movement hopefully we could we can we'll see what we can do about maybe even if you have a press conference or something bring that live whatever it is you're doing we we want to be able to keep track of your movement keep track of your progress and your struggles because those will come as well and so you are welcome back here on tdn radio anytime you want not just fyi but um this week in interview or you welcome back anytime you would like to um share something or or whatever the case may be so i appreciate you one more time anything else you want to add before you go well i would just like to really thank you thank you for the opportunity and thank your listenership for taking the time to um um, just hear me out hear me out and hear what i have to say and 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 I wish them all well and that their life has as much meaning as possible. Mm, definitely. We, um, we appreciate you and, uh, keep up the good work. You know, um, people always like to blame young people for everything. You know, everything bad is, is young people's fault. And I'm not one of those for sure. And so, you know, I, I see young people as, as obviously the future and obviously the ones who will make, who change the things that we couldn't change as, as older people. And so, um, I want to admire, I want to, um, tell you that way I admire your, your strength and your tenacity. And so keep up the good work and, um, you know, may the good, may the Lord smile down upon you and bless you and bless your work as you continue to do what you got to do for the Kalinago people. Thank you very much, Sam. And, and, and again, thank you for giving me the opportunity on your platform and have a good, good rest of the day. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. But if this, I'm gonna play this one there for you, um, by the, by Lady S, Kalinago Nation. So keep it locked right here.